Hey, thanks for downloading the podcast. If you want to listen live, all you have to do is download the iHeartRadio app and search for Fantasy Sports Radio Network. Also, if you want to catch this show on video, be sure to check out Zumo TV, channel 719. That's where you can find SportsGrid's Fantasy Sports Network. Enjoy the show, and thanks so much for listening. And listen to me. This is the Fantasy Football Best Friends Forever show. Start listening to us or suffer the consequences. And with that, we welcome you inside of Studio 34. This is the BFFs. He is Frank Stanfield. I am Greg Sussman. What's happening, Frankie? Greg, what's going on? Happy hump day to you. You'll be happy to know, Greg, we are not talking baseball. We're finally diving in to Super Bowl 54, Super Bowl, L-I-V, L-I-T, live, whatever you want it to be. It's not L-I-T, it's, it's L-I-V. Yeah, but I'm sure a lot of people are going to go that route. Uh, Super Bowl lit. Haven't heard that one yet. But right. live, like at live in Miami, it's going to yeah. be pretty dope. Well, that party Saturday that, night. Is that a thing? Yeah, it's, a, oh, it's right. live and live. It's a huge, huge party <laughs> Saturday night before the Super Bowl. Oh, my God. Oh, uh, Did they plan this then? This is marketing genius. Genius. It's going to be freaking nuts there. Do you think Joe Ranieri will be there? No. <laughs> no. Why not? Uh, Joe Ranieri, I don't know if he'll be able to get in. Probably be sending in his picks from the edge. <laughs> <laughs> Probably, yes. Yeah, I mean, they're good picks. I've used them before. One baseball note, right, before you dive in. You know who we're going to draft this year? Who are we going to draft, Greg? Why don't you just reveal it to everybody? I'll tell you. you wait, our participants, our opponents might be listening in. They might be watching. Welcome to the squad. Scott Kazmir Coming back. <laughs> uh, we are not going to draft Scott Kazmier. He's working on his return to the majors. I'll do whatever it takes to get back. Come on, baby. Greg, I'll have you know this. Uh, tonight, performing at Live, Snoop Dogg. What a way to get Super Bowl week going. Yeah, man. Snoop Dogg performing tonight at Live in Miami. Good times, Greg. Good times, indeed. We will not be there. I'll I be sleep- at the Knicks game tonight. I just sleep last night. How'd I sleep last night? Pretty well. I don't remember anything in particular going wrong. Yeah, I always have to use the bathroom in the middle of the night, Greg. Sure. So I'm probably going to end up causing damage to myself one day because I'm so lazy. I don't want to get out of my bed. So you just hold I basically it. hold it in for like three hours, and it kind of well. causes my sleep to not be great after that. So I should probably just get up. But I'm too lazy. Yeah, yeah. So that's what I wrestle with basically it, every single night morning. It's internal for uh, a lot of people. Where it's just like, oh, do I get up? Oh, I don't want to yeah. do it. Uh, I, hadn't, I didn't have that. I think I slept well again last night. 
Okay. Woke up um, woke up about an hour early. I was like, cool, another hour to sleep. Very, very happy with that. And then about five minutes, no, let's be fair, about 17 minutes later, I got a text about Venmo Brian. Yeah. Who, it was an accident this morning. Hope all is well. Hope you're uh, doing all right, Brian. Parcel buddy. Uh, Chris Pavona, fantastic job holding on the fort, along with Alex, the intern. And then, you know, the rest of the crew got in here and we made it work. So. It worked big here. day here on the grid. I'm surprised you were able to sleep well last night, Greg, because uh, as everyone knows, Scott Farrell making his debut today. Two at hours 4 from now. PM Eastern time. Coast to coast goes live from the Meadowlands Sportsbook. It's gonna be a lot of fun, Greg. Absolutely. I Crazy. Mean, wild time. Without question. Um 4 p.m. Eastern. I'm excited to be part of the uh, production team for that, making sure it all goes off without a hitch today. It'll be fun, man. It's going to be a very, very fun day. Scott Farrell officially joining Sports Grid. Let's go. Let's get Let's go. Get on the grid. You'll hear a lot of Scotty talking about Super Bowl Live. Again, still super cool. Um, Scotty will, will talk about a lot of NBA stuff tonight, NHL stuff tonight, on In-Game Live. I'll make his In-Game Live debut at 7 to 9 p.m. Eastern. It's a big night. It's a really big night here at Sports Grid. It's a big night, and it's a big week, Greg. As we mentioned, Super Bowl 54 is coming fast and furious. We've got some novelty props that we want to get into that are over at the FanDuel and DraftKings Sportsbook. Or, or elsewhere around the country. Novelty-ish, you know? Some Gatorade, uh, some real coin novelty toss. ones we can't talk about. Right. But the ones that are available, we can. Right. So there's stuff that, like, I don't know what you do it, but like with my friends and I, we do, like, I don't know where this is. I'll say it. I'm not going to, we won't talk about it. But, like, J-Lo's first song. Like, I don't know if that's, like, a real one or not, you know? Okay. But... Like in the pool, I, so it's J Lo and Shakira together. Is J Lo like the headliner? She's the one who's going to go on first, probably, right? I don't know. So I'm glad you bring that up. So the first song prop that I've seen is is it? It looks like a bunch of J Lo songs. They also listed like two Shakira songs, like just in case, right? I don't know. So again, not going to get into that prop because I didn't see it anywhere. You can actually place a bet on it. But in a, it props like with my friends that we all do, let's say, 20 props together. I do it with my family and I do it with my friends. Uh, that is listed on that. All righty. So I, I you know what I chose? For that? What did you choose? Uh, let's get loud. Let's get loud. So I don't normally pay all that much attention to the halftime show. It's usually my uh, bathroom break. It's usually well, my... Not sleeping, so it's you usually the bathroom. My refill break. So you uh, refill it during throughout the game. Yeah, no, no. Don't. The time to do that is during halftime. So I'm sure you, you drink, pay you close drink, attention. You drink one beer in two quarters? No, no, no. I mean, you're constantly refilling, but that's also that's the time to get it going again. Maybe yeah, you yeah. get like three beers lined up for like the next the next half of football. Mm-hmm. So I don't normally pay attention to the halftime show all that much, but I feel like they don't normally open up with a really popular song, do they? They do. Is it usually a more recent song? For somebody depends. Uh, I think like Maroon Five did uh, a recent song, a recent song, um, but traditionally it's like a song to get everybody up. Okay, I don't know why. Then for so some I thought, reason, I, I feel like the past couple of years it's been just like a more recent song. It's usually Maybe something pretty, I haven't. Nah, it's usually pretty predictable. Okay, um, that's why like, I I feel good about Let's Get Loud just because like it gets everybody up. Yeah, I mean, moving. I have to look up some Jennifer Lopez. Oh hits. man. I haven't seen this prop. She does uh, Waiting for Tonight, right? Yeah, that could be, yeah. That could be it. Absolutely. Yeah, probably not the first song, though. You know what would be really cool? She's, like, way too different now to make this happen. You know, you about, like, she's not going to do Jenny from the Block. She's no, not, that, that's, really? Yeah. She would open up with that? You know what would be really cool? What would that be? Ja Rule showed up in Miami. Oh, goodness. To sing with J-Lo. 
Look at that. Are you ready for the nation's first and only free 24-hour network dedicated to you, the betting and fantasy sports enthusiast? SportsGrid will provide you with real-time content, statistics, and gaming intelligence unlike anything you've ever seen before. Located both in the heart of New York City and inside the FanDuel Sportsbook at the Meadowlands, SportsGrid is live 18 hours a day, here to serve you, the fanatic. This is SportsGrid. Get on the grid. Having some issues here, video-wise. Hey, uh, just put a graphic up if we can do that, maybe? That would work for the video side of things. Well, sports, there we go. Sports grid graphic, BFFs, BFF graphics. It is your BFFs. It's Frank Stample. It's Greg Sussman. We're hanging out here, getting through our, our video issues. You know, I had my dad text me during the break, Greg, and he weighed in on the uh, the opening song. He says, Shakira, hips don't lie. He's going so, uh, so if it's Shakira, Frank, with, with the conventional, with the uh, with the obvious pick. Here, if right? it's Shakira, it's possible. I also Definitely. think like, but my thing with Shakira is I don't think she leads off with "Hips Don't Lie," right? Like I think she's going to lead off with "Whenever, Wherever." Probably. You can't go with the best song first, right? I mean, I they're, so they're both really good songs. Uh, of course, uh, my favorite line from that song, Frank, and I can't believe I'm going to say this. Uh, <laughs> it's. We're lucky that her, her breasts are small and humble so we don't confuse them with mountains. I always enjoy that line. Is that a real line? Yes. <laughs> what? Yes, that's a line in wherever, wherever whenever, so wherever, whatever. I think I figured it out. I think I figured out the first song for sure. Okay. They're in Miami. This person is going to join Jennifer Lopez with the opening song. So you're saying it's Pitbull? And it's going to be on the floor. It has to be. Pitbull, it has to be. Pitbull, maybe it's Pitbull on that, show, that song? Yes. Okay. So I think... Unless he comes out later on, you Yes, think? exactly. He can't start it off with Pitbull. Even to end it with Pitbull. On the Floor is going to be the last song. But that's... They're all going to sing On the Floor together. I guess, yeah. but that's just such an obvious, like... That's a hype song. Like, I think that's yeah, a song that yeah, gets yeah. people On the hyped. Floor. So I think I saw... Not that I want to get into the props, but, you know, two of the favorites were On the Floor and Let's Get Loud. Okay. Yeah. My, my vote would be for On the Floor. All good with that. All, all good right. with that. Where but do you want to start in terms of... You want to go coin toss? No, go I, previous I, MVPs, I want to the music, Frank. Oh, I want to stick with the music. I thought we weren't supposed to do this. No! This is the one that's a real prop. This is, oh, okay. this is a legit one. Okay. National Anthem. So I have right. seen over, I believe it was at MGM, that the official time was 2.05. Now, Demi Lovato is singing the National Anthem, and she is a well-known commodity on the National Anthem circuit. She's there all the time. She sings a lot of National Anthems. And traditionally, I believe she, we, there's like five times on record, she has been over two minutes once. One time. Just once? Once. Four out of five times, she's been under. Interesting, because of all the things that I prepped for, Greg, uh, the National Anthem was not one of them. Well, I'll get to all the you prepped for in a second. No, no, it's fine. Uh, but what I was just looking at was that over two minutes was the heavy favorite. Really? People always think that because she does if pause. If I'm looking at this correctly, yeah. so you're right. She's done this five times. Right, they get that she's right. She's only gone over two minutes once. So I was that right. Was my stats when were right. Conor McGregor went up against Floyd Mayweather. She oh. also did this for three other World Series games. She went under two minutes all three of those times, uh, and she did the NFL on Thanksgiving back in 2008, where yep. she was 153. She has come close though. She was 158 for Game well, Four the, of the World Series. Well, in the line is set. So, so it depends where you get the line. I saw it at MGM at 205, all the way up to that. 
205 is a lot. That's a lot. It's high. Two minutes is much tougher, but 205 right. is high. What I think, anyway. This is, will any scoring drive take less time than it takes Demi Lovato to sing the anthem? Oh, God, wow. Was, yes, so, it's minus 220. Where are you, where are you seeing this? Uh, I don't even know if we're allowed to. Oh, so is it? Is it? I, I, yeah, it's, it's, I found. I started researching the national anthem, and these are one of the props that I found. I just want, all right. So I wasn't sure if it was the MGM three slot or not. Sure. All right, we should be. Uh, we're back on video, Danny. Here, all as well. Okay. Hello, everybody. Welcome back. Welcome back. Good to have you. Sorry for those technical difficulties. Let's continue. Let's get right back into it, Frankie. Um, Lattice Knight, one forty nine last year. Pink one fifty two the year before. Who's high? Luke Bryan, 204 in 2017. Oh, Lady yeah. Gaga, 209 in 2016. Adina Menzel, 204. She's a, she's a 2015. She's a Broadway star, though. 205 is high. All right. That is high. That is high. I, I'm with you. I, I lean with the under here. I want to well. stay. I want to stay before the game starts. I want to get to the coin toss. Yep. So it's usually the first one of the first bets of the evening. You only have two choices. Heads. <laughs> Or tails. I, Frank, am a consistency guy. You're going to read me all this history of heads and tails, right? I think if you are consistent either way, you will come out on top. So for me, my entire life, I'm a tails never fails guy. I am going to stick with tails. I'm with you 100%. Always been a tails never fails guy. Uh, I will go down a, a trip, bring you a trip down memory lane. Bring it! Uh, a young Frank Stamfel in my youth was uh, doing something late at night in a park when I was younger that I shouldn't have been doing, Greg. Uh, I will not reveal what I was doing in this park. Were you smoking, Frank? No, 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 I wasn't smoking. I was, uh, I was not smoking. Were you having sex, Frank? No, I was not. So you weren't smoking, you were having sex. What, yeah. what can't you talk about that you were doing in the park? I was, uh, I was drinking in a park. That was it? <laughs> you were drinking? Well, I was underage, you know? Oh, God. Anyway, I'm in a park, right? Cops pull us over with a couple buddies of mine. Sure. Friend Rob, you've met him before. These cops are feeling kind of generous. They give us the chance to flip a coin. That's fun. They say, if you get this right, yeah. you will not get a summons for drinking in the park after dark. <laughs> so after my, dark. Friend, my friend Rob steps up, barrel-chested. He's like, I got this. Huh? Tails never fails. That's right. It's tails. Never fails. We did not get a summons out. That's fantastic. I think my dad's watching. He probably never knew that story. <laughs> <laughs> do you think so I'm with you? I'm with you. Do on you tails. think if it was heads, they would have given you the summons? Probably. Yeah. But I don't know. They seem like nice guys. They, they, they come to the coin they, they for your, your life. They, they, they gave us a chance. Would the Don have been pissed? Um, probably not. My mom probably would have. Yeah. You just be like, oh, well, I can't get mad at you. I did the same thing. Right, exactly. So. That's, the, that's probably the hard thing about parenting. Right. Like, you're going to yell at your kids for all the stuff you did. Yeah. yeah. Like, oh, really? You lied to me to go stay over at your friend's house and drink <laughs> when you were 16 years old? You were really more I to, never did that. You are really more to your father right now? <laughs> nah, he knows the deal. <laughs> okay, cool. Um, but you're right. I'm with you in Tails. Tails has won stats. five of the last six, Greg, and this has been a very streaky uh, proposition the, the past... No, 10 years. If you look at it by yes. decades, it's been very streaky, yes. right? So this decade has been dominated, or I guess from 2010 to 2019, was dominated by Tails. They won five of the last six. And in the history of the Super Bowl, there's been 53 Super Bowls played. Tails has an advantage 28 to 25. So I'm with you. It's streaky right now. Tails never fails. I'm with you on Tails. All right, cool. So we're both going with Tails. I know the streak. It is what it is. I think if you stay consistent, you got a better shot. 
That means for us, it's tails. Now, how are we going to break this all down? Today, we'll do these fun props that we're kind of throwing out there. The, the coin toss, the Gatorade bath we'll get to. We'll start at the beginning at the end. We're mostly going to focus on the San Francisco side of the prop bet. So we're going to do a whole lot of San Francisco stuff. So if you have, if you have Kansas City prop bets you like, you want to tune into tomorrow's show. That's what we're going to do tomorrow. Friday, we'll break down the game. So today, it's at least fun props in the San Francisco side. So let me stay with the fun props because that's where I make my money, Frank. So, <laughs> where do you make your money, Greg? Well, yeah. I usually actually win my pool on a yearly basis. I make like 20 bucks. I feel good. So, Gatorade. Uh, I, I feel like most people want to relate it to team color. Right? That's like your first thought. Like when the Seahawks are in there, it's got to be like yellow because the closest to like they're green, right? With the Broncos, you want to go orange. With the Patriots, you want to go red or blue. For some reason, this year, I'm feeling clear. I'm feeling just water. Now, I think you make the case for big red Andy Reid that you just dump the guy in more red. More red Andy Reid. <laughs> Kyle Shanahan doesn't seem like a red guy. I, he seems like a water guy to me, and I think water is a better chance. I'm going clear. I'm going clear. So you're going with clear. The one that stood out to me that was interesting was orange. Because, again, I look back at the past decade, and orange has popped up four times, more than any other color in the past decade, Greg. And you're right. It was used in the years that the Broncos were in the Super Bowl in both of those years in this past decade. But it was also used earlier in the decade when the Packers won and when the Saints won. So I guess there's not like a gold for yeah. the Saints or whatever, nope. or, or a black one. Right. So they went with orange. And then, I mean, with the Packers, they easily could have gone with like... Lime green or, or the yellow, right? Yep. Uh, but they went with orange. So orange has popped up four times in the past decade. Last year it was blue. I guess whether the Patriots or Rams won, blue made a lot of sense there. Sure. Uh, I think red makes a lot of sense. My, my picks would be red or orange. And orange right now over at the FanDuel Sportsbook to be the color of the Gatorade. In the Gatorade bath. Right. You can get that at plus 450, Greg. There's some value right now on orange if you want to look at the, uh, the past decade trends. I'm sticking with clear. Okay. I like orange and red. I know the decade, the if trends you're, again. If you're throwing a little bit on each, I like orange or well, red. Should we know what, it would be great, what flavors they drank all season? That would be helpful. I got half. Are you ready for the nation's first and only free 24-hour network dedicated to you, the betting and fantasy sports enthusiast? SportsGrid will provide you with real-time content, statistics, and gaming intelligence unlike anything you've ever seen before. Located both in the heart of New York City and inside the FanDuel Sportsbook at the Meadowlands, SportsGrid is live 18 hours a day, here to serve you, the fanatic. This is SportsGrid. Get on the grid. All right, back here, NYC, the BFFs here on SportsGrid. And today, we talked about it earlier, let's home it again. 4 p.m. Eastern, 4 to 6, Pharrell hops aboard. Scott Pharrell, coast to coast, 4 to 6 p.m. Eastern, right here, Sports Grid TV Network. You're not going to want to miss this. I, I've talked to Scott a lot. We've been doing a lot of prep for the show. Nuts. It's going to be nuts. It's going to be fun. I'm very, very excited about this one. Absolutely, Greg. I echo the same sentiments. And look, when a guy refers to the Meadowlands Sportsbook as, quote, heaven on earth, you're going to want to watch this guy. So at 4 p.m. Eastern time, it's going to be great. Uh, he's going to dive into all of tonight's action as well. Brings a lot of energy, a lot of fun. 
Look, if you like Gabe Morenci, you're going to love this guy as well. Scott Farrell joining us today, 4 p.m. Coast to Coast. Absolutely. It's going to be a fantastic, fantastic night, so you don't want to miss it. All right, Frank, um, we talked about the Gatorade before we uh, hit the break. And I got to say, you made a great point, right? The culture these days, everyone's trying to be healthy. You know who's not? That's Andy Reid. If the Chiefs are going to win, he wants all the sugar. He wants that sugar on him, pour it in. So you're changing your pick. Right here, live on the show. I have no choice. Clear slash water over at the FanDuel Sportsbook, plus 150 is the favorite right now. See, Kyle Shanahan, Kyle Shanahan's a guy that wants yeah. to keep it healthy. Yeah, for sure. He is fit. He's slim fit. Slim. He's probably vegan. Dieting. No doubt about it. You think that guy's putting an ounce of sugar in his mouth? In his body? On his pores? Uh-uh. Not happening. Andy Reid, how did he celebrate when he made it to the Super Bowl great? He had a cheeseburger. A cheeseburger. It was probably a double bacon cheeseburger. He's not drinking water uh-uh. after the Super Bowl. Uh-uh. Nuh-uh. No way. Andy Reid's getting doused with Gatorade. There's no way blue's going on him. What color? It's not going to be green. Could be yellow. Could be yellow. Could be red. So yellow, this is interesting. Yellow slash green. Yellow slash green slash lime. Yeah. Is plus two twenty five. So you're getting like three colors all kind of rolled into one. But it's just lime and green. Really yellow. Co- they're not really. Co- it's just yellow. Right. It's yellow Gatorade. I don't know. I think orange. Maybe, maybe Pat Mahomes likes orange Gatorade. Look, if you're just throwing around money for the sake of it, where's red? You put five dollars, ten, whatever small wagers yeah. on either one. Red is plus two twenty five. Yeah. I like orange at plus four fifty. Again, it's the it's the it's color value. that's popped up the most you're in the pl- past decade. You're playing the value, right? So I gotta go with my heart. Red for big red. I'm changing the pick. I gotta go red. If I think Kansas City's gonna win, which I do. Either way, I, I mean, the red. 49ers jerseys are no, red no, 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 burgundy, no, no. too. He's vegan. He's going water. <laughs> He's not going red Gatorade. All right. So. so, do we even have to do a show Friday? You just gave us your pick. <laughs> I'm with you. I like red and orange, so that's it for the Gatorade. You want to uh, do a little MVP talk, Greg? You want to do some MVP? You want to start I have, there? I have a lot of research on MVP. can't do MVP talk, because I can't do that until tomorrow. Why's that? Because my MVP is not on San Francisco, Frank. Okay, I mean, look, there's... There's value on both sides. You're right. Right? Like, I think it's a closed game. So, if it's a closed game, anybody can win this one. Okay. You could talk about potential MVP All candidates right, on both sides. I'm cool with that. I, I, I talked to Davis Maddock about this. Sure. We you got bet on the quarterbacks. Came to an agreement. Came What's to an agreement. It? No, I'm, I'm going to let you do your thing. Came to an agreement. No? Okay, fine. You just said we came to an agreement. We did, but I thought, I you, thought had, that you were going to keep talking. You had research, you said. I'm going to let you do What was your agreement? I thought you were about to tell me about your agreement with Davis Maddox. Fine. I was going to wait and I'll reveal that afterwards, but that's fine. Go ahead. So, I offensively, I think Pat Mahomes is going to be the MVP. I know there's no value there, and that's fine. Plus 110. So, I think Mahomes is going to be the MVP for Kansas City. But, you talked about value, right? It's both teams are both sides, right? Players winning. If San Francisco wins, to me, the best chance of an MVP is on the defensive side of the ball. And I think you can get some real value, Davis does as well, about betting well, any defensive player to win the MVP. And we've seen it, Frank. I know you have trends of the last defensive players to win it. Von Miller, I believe, is the last one, right? That is correct. All right. Back in 2016. Not that long ago, four years ago. So, to me, what's Nick Bosa at? Nick Bosa is currently at plus 3,000. That was plus 3,300 last night when I wrote it down. Now it's plus 3,000 because that's one that I agree with you. Yeah. There's definitely a chance. 30 to 1? Sure. Came into the NFL, second overall pick. Has wreaked havoc season. all season long. Sure. If he gets a if he gets two sacks and a, and a fumble recovery, a strict sap on, uh, on Patrick Mahomes or, or some kind of touchdown. Of course, he's definitely in the mix. I agree with you there. I think 
You can lay a little bit on Nick Bosa if you are in favor of the 49ers winning this one. So I looked at this past decade. Seven of the past 10 MVPs have been quarterbacks. The other three were one was a wide receiver. That was Julian Edelman last year in 2019. Uh, The other two, one was a linebacker. That was Malcolm Smith with the Seahawks. And then a pass rusher with uh, Von Miller, Greg. You mentioned that. If you take it back to the last 20 years, 12 of the last 20 have been quarterbacks. The other eight have been, we've had four wide receivers, two linebackers, a cornerback, and a pass rusher again. That was Von Miller. So, to me, I'm with you, Greg. I think if the 49ers are going to win this, there's a lot of value on Nick Bosa at plus 3,000. I think you could look at a wide receiver like Debo Samuel at plus 2,400. I think you can look at Richard Sherman at plus 8,500. He's been here before. He's played in the big game. Yep. Formerly part of the Legion of Boom. He's had a great season. Richard Sherman at, at plus 8,500. Sure. sure. And then, again, look, just throw a little bit on uh, any of those defensive players, right? On the defensive line, totally. someone comes out here and makes a big play. Yep. D Ford at plus 15,000, Greg. Uh-huh. Are you serious? Plus 15,000? Yep. This guy gets two sacks in the game. Again, similar to Nick Bosa. Just sprinkle a little bit on that. So, if you're looking at a 49ers player, there's not there's no value on Jimmy Garoppolo. It's plus 250. If you really think he's going to win it, sure. Throw something on it. Raheem Mostert, I guess, is in the mix, but he's the third. Uh, he has the third best odds. He is plus 850. Uh, I think George Kittle is interesting at plus 1,800. Debo Samuel plus 2,400. But again... Uh, the defensive players that we went over, uh, that's probably the direction that I would lean in, just in terms of value. I agree, man. I think it makes sense. I, I, I like the defensive side of things. Where's, like, where's Raheem Mostert at? Raheem Mostert's plus 850. So he's, the, he's right behind Garoppolo and Mahomes. He would have been the MVP of the NFC Championship game. Yeah, I mean, look. It's not bad. You throw 20 bucks on that, he, pays out 170. Not crazy. And where are, the, where are you seeing You that? have to think if the 49ers are going to win, again, much like you think with the defense, then Raheem Mostert's probably going to have a big game if they I win I also, game. like, is it crazy to want to sprinkle on plus 2,400 for Damian Williams? Is that nuts? I think if the Chiefs win, it's... Got Mahomes. It's either going to be Mahomes or one of his pass catchers. Well, now, maybe there's a chance Debo, uh, Damian Williams catches two touchdowns from Patrick Mahomes or rushes for a touchdown and catches a touchdown. There's a chance, or he has a long breakaway touchdown. He did that this year. He had, what, an 85-plus yard touchdown run against the Minnesota Vikings earlier in the season. Mm-hmm. So he's, he is capable of having a big explosive play that can impact this game. Uh, but if you ask me, I think there's probably... It's probably more likely that someone like Tyree Kill at plus 1,700 or uh, Travis Kelsey at plus 2,200. Even Sammy Watkins, I don't think, is crazy at plus 4,500. If Sammy Watkins catches a 60-yard touchdown in this game, We've already seen it in the playoffs. Yeah, he won't be the MVP. It'll be Mahomes. You're probably right. So, I go back. I'm just staring at defenders now, right? Like, all right, so, you get, as you mentioned, Bosa at plus 3,000. A dude like Fred Warner, who's been so good this year, plus 15,000? Warner's, like, involved in every play. Yeah, coverage linebacker. Yeah. So, if he, you know, if he intercepts a pass that's going towards Travis Kelsey, that could happen. A pick six with Fred Warner. What do you get Fred Warner at, Greg? Plus 15,000. 15,000. Same price as D Ford. Those are the players that you want to sprinkle a little bit on. Correct. Just because, again, who would have thought Malcolm Smith was going to win the MVP? We're only saying put 10 bucks on it. Exactly. That's it. All I want to do is put 10 bucks on it. 10 bucks on Fred Warner pays out $1,500. And I don't think it's that crazy. 
Is that like stupid? And I'm with you. And I know Steve downstairs, one of our producers, has brought up D Ford. It's not crazy either. Ten dollars on D Ford, you get fifteen hundred dollars there, dude. That's so much money. Yeah. It comes down to, and we've said this before, Greg, you have to correlate your props to how you think the game is going to play out. Now, for me, and I brought this up to you downstairs, I'm having a hard time with the props right now because this is a really hard game for me to predict in terms of game flow. I'm with you, and we'll break it down more on Friday. We will. I think that the Chiefs are going to win this game. Oh, I guess we don't have a show Friday, though. <laughs> we don't have to have a show. We don't have to have a show. Canceled. It's canceled. But how they get there is what I'm struggling with, so... If you are in favor of the 49ers, I think sprinkle a little bit on one of these plus 15,000 MVPs, the defensive players. I agree. You have no choice. Like, not, at that point, I'm not even going to do Nick Bosa. Like, plus 3,000 is good. But, like, almost everybody else is plus 15,000. Like, Robbie Gould is higher. Even Sherman at plus 8,500. Why is Robbie Gould higher than Fred Warner? <laughs> Seriously. <laughs> Has a kicker ever won MVP? Shouldn't have. Vinatieri ever won? No, Vinatieri never won it, right? Actually, I, uh, let's go. I have this open right here. A kicker. Do, 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 do. Stro- uh, I don't know. Who is this? Uh, Desmond Howard was the Super Bowl winner. Kick returner. Uh, he's a kick returner. All right. Mm-hmm. Definitely not a kicker. Uh, Troy Aikman. Mark Ripien. Ripien? Ripen. Ripen. H. Uh, Richard Dent? Uh-huh. What position does he play? Richard Dent was a pass rusher. Yes, he was. Defensive end. Yes. Uh, Terry Hall Bradshaw. Hall of Famer. What about uh, <laughs> Harvey Martin and Randy Harvey White? Harvey Dent? No, not Harvey Dent. Uh, Fred Bletnikoff? Oh, the Bletnikoff winner. Yeah. Not a kicker. You don't see many kickers on this list, Greg, no. so I agree with you. That is, uh, that's quite egregious. I think the best wide receiver in college football is the Bletnikoff winner. I know that. And that's the same guy. Yeah. Wide no, receiver. I don't. I don't know a lot of football history, Greg, which probably shouldn't reveal. But I did know that the uh, wide receiver award in college, the best wide receiver, is the Boletnikoff Award winner. That is correct. One minute. He's still alive, Boletnikoff. How about that? You just brought up Robbie Gould, Greg. You did I, I do have some uh, some kicker information as well. Oh, what do you got? Let's go over this real quick. Uh, sure. Next, coming back from the next break, we'll go into the matchups in depth and who we really like there. All right. Robbie Gould had a seventy-four percent conversion rate. On his field goals this year, that was 26th among kickers in the NFL. Robbie Gould to miss a field goal in this game, Greg, is plus 290. I'm slightly intrigued by that. 74%, not a great mark. 30. Not a great mark this year. I know everyone's going to remember, oh, he just hit a 55-yarder yeah. yeah, against yeah. the Packers. Plus 290, there's good value there. Butker and Robbie Gould combined for four missed extra points in the regular season. There's a, there's a prop on that as well. Mm-hmm. Over the last 10 years, the long field goal prop, 46 and a half yards. That has happened just twice in the last 10 years. No, has happened eight times. Take the under. That doesn't happen. We got more Niners props coming up. Stick around. BFS, roll on. Are you ready for the nation's first and only free 24-hour network dedicated to you, the betting and fantasy sports enthusiast? SportsGrid will provide you with real-time content, statistics, and gaming intelligence unlike anything you've ever seen before. Located both in the heart of New York City and inside the FanDuel Sportsbook at the Meadowlands, SportsGrid is live 18 hours a day, here to serve you, the fanatic. This is SportsGrid. Get on the grid. All right, let's keep diving in here, Frank. Long field goal prop. We're both taking the under. We both don't want it. We want it. We want under. We just don't think it will convert. I want to 
mention game flow. Because you 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 were saying how earlier today we were trying to figure it out and you want to bet your props based on that. And I'm I agree with you. My game flow has the Kansas City Chiefs performing well. It has the Kansas City Chiefs, well, scoring a lot of points. Which means San Francisco is not going to be able to run the ball 75 times this week. They're going to have to pass. And that's why I like the game prop with Jimmy Garoppolo over passing yards. Right now, the number over on FanDuel is 240.5. I take the over. Yeah, I agree with you. That went over in the regular season, 10 out of 16 games. Obviously, it's gone under in both of the playoff games. They haven't need Jimmy Garoppolo to throw the ball all that much. Um, KC's pass defense was very good this year, Greg. It was the strength of their defense uh, as opposed to their run defense. But I, I do agree with you. If you're trying to predict game flow uh, for the Super Bowl, you kind of have to match it up to who you think is going to win, what do you think is going to happen within the game. And I am leaning that way with you, that the Chiefs win this game and they're playing from ahead. And if that is the case, then we're not getting as much rushing out of the San Francisco 49ers as much as Kyle Shanahan wants to do that and has been successful doing that. I think it's going to take a lot of uh, Garoppolo throwing, playing from behind. And we saw it last week with Steve Spagnuolo, Greg. They sold out to stop the run against Derrick Henry. And they limited him to 69 rushing yards two weeks ago. There was a play at midfield, basically, and the broadcast talked about this, where they were running goal line defense, Greg. Yeah. They had everybody yep. at the line of scrimmage, and they were daring Ryan Tannehill to throw the ball into single coverage and beat them. I think Steve Spagnuolo is going to do a lot of the same in this spot. I think they're going to try and take away Raheem Mostert and Tevin Coleman yep. and Matt Breida, and they're going to dare Jimmy Garoppolo to beat them. And Garoppolo has put up some big games this year, most notably two monster games against the Arizona Cardinals defense. Sure. A very bad defense. Extremely bad. Chiefs secondary, much better than that. Much better. Chiefs defense have improved all year. They've improved all year long. And again, their secondary has played well. So I I think that they're going to dare Jimmy Garoppolo to try and beat them. Yep. He has looked a little bit antsy at times in big spots. I trust Patrick Mahomes more. I agree. I think that the 49ers are going to be playing from behind. I agree. If I had to choose, this isn't one of my favorite props, but I'm with you. I would lean with the over 240.5 passing yards for Jimmy Garoppolo. Here's the other thing, and maybe it's just like looking too much into it, but the entire talk for the last two weeks, and rightfully so, has been about Raheem Mostert and everything that he did in the NFC Championship game. Isn't it kind of like Kyle Shanahan and just come, up, come out throwing? Isn't like that... Maybe I'm looking too much into it. Zig when everyone expects you right. to zag. Right, everyone thinks they're going to try to just run, run it and run it and run it, and they feel that that's the best way to win. Why? We've seen Jimmy come out and throw it against New Orleans, a prime example of that. Can he do that against Kansas City? Like when they, when they went into New Orleans, we said exactly what we're saying right now, that there's no way San Francisco can keep up with this offense, especially in the Superdome. Next thing you know, San Francisco was winning. It was Drew Brees that had come all the way back. And they went toe-to-toe in the Superdome. There's no running the football there. It was all about Jimmy G in that game. They scored 48 points in that game. 48 points! When Kyle Shanahan needs to open up the offense in order to win the football game, he's done it. And against Green Bay, he knew that the best way to win was running the football. Against Kansas City, I don't know that they can do that. I don't know that they can survive that way. I really like this prop. Greg's going over for Jimmy Garoppolo. I guess 
you know, that kind of transitions into if you think that they're going to have to pass a lot and you think that they're going to be aggressive early in this game, Greg, then you might be fading Raheem Mostert. And we see his rushing prop right now at yeah. 77 and a half yards. And everyone might be thinking 77 and a half yards, laughing at that. This is child's play. Two weeks ago, we just saw Raheem Mostert run for 220 yards and four touchdowns. He played 82% of the snaps with Tevin Coleman banged up. Tevin Coleman expected to play in the Super Bowl. Matt Breida still kind of lingering around. Doesn't get all that much work. But the way to attack KC, and I know what I just said regarding uh, they sold out to stop the run against Derrick Henry, the way to attack them in the regular season was with the run. They allowed the fifth highest yards per carry to running backs this season, Greg. 4.77 yards per carry there. 29th in run defense DVOA. I wouldn't touch this prop personally. Okay. Raheem Mostert, 77 and a half. Because yeah, yeah, no, I, I'm with you. I, well, I like no, if I had to lean one way, I'm with you. I lean with the under. It wouldn't surprise me if they come out and Tevin Coleman still has a role 100%. in this game. He's not going to, if he's healthy and he's active, and it right. seems like he's going to be, he's going to have a role. He's absolutely going to have a role. Listen, it was three weeks ago now that Tevin Coleman led this backfield. I get it. Mostert was sick. Mostert only went off again because Coleman got hurt. I'm taking the under, dude. And again, we talk about game flow. Am I really? And this has been bet down. I saw it a few books. This opened over 80. I really, if I believe Jimmy G's going over, they're going to have to pass, stay in the game. And Coleman's a factor. I'm going under 77. It's a big number. It is a big number. It's not nothing. And this was a defense that just saw Derrick Henry, who was coming in basically running How many yards? for 200 yards against everyone. How many yards did Derrick Henry have? 69. Giggity. Derrick Henry. And his prop was, what, 116 and a right, half? Right, right. He went way under. It's Derrick Henry we're talking right. about here. Now, look, I don't want to sell, and I don't think that we are. I don't want to sell the scheme short of Kyle Shanahan. Because, Greg, every year for fantasy, uh, for fantasy football, you want to draft San Francisco 49ers running backs. Right. Because anybody in this system can succeed. That's right. And we respect the hell out of Kyle Shanahan. You. But again, this is a bigger number. And I think most people are reactionary to what they saw last. And they think... Okay, Raheem Mostert ran for 200 yards. But again, the Chiefs in the playoffs have been very good against the run. They limited Derrick Henry. They limited Carlos Hyde to under 50 rushing yards in that game. I believe the final game of the season, they limited uh, Leonard Fournette to under 70 yards as well, 66 rushing yards. That's three games in a row. You haven't seen a single running back rush for over 70 yards against the Kansas City Chiefs. I'm with you. I lean under. I, that's a prop I like a lot also, man. I like Mostert under. If you want to talk about unders and rushing yards, Jimmy G, three and a half rushing yards. So you know what's really funny? He's gone under in 10 of 18 games. It's really funny you bring that up. Right. Because I was staring at the FanDuel props, and three and a half is the total. We'll talk about Mahomes' rushing total tomorrow. But his is three and a half. There's also a prop for his first run. Did you see that? Or no? For Mostert's first run? No, Garoppolo. Really? Garoppolo's first oh run. Oh my gosh. What is that, half a yard? Four and a half. Wait. I was like, what? That's got to be a mistake. I thought so. Jimmy Garoppolo's first run, four and a half yards. His prop for the entire game is three and a half, Greg. No, here it is. Garoppolo, first rush attempt. They changed it. Son of a gun. (laughs) Ah, but he's sneaky. Unless I click the wrong thing, which makes more sense. Gosh. But it's two and a half. I just saw the George Kittle reception prop. Gosh. Five and a half. So much juice, though. Minus 164. I know. Gosh. I know. That's going to go up to six and a half. Kind of like Patrick Mahomes' fresh rush attempt over under four and a half. It's not bad. If it's 30. Right. Come on. Well, here's the thing, right? So I was listening to, uh, to a podcast on the way in today, and apparently the 49ers play a ton of zone defense, and zone typically is 
bad for rushing quarterbacks uh-huh. because they don't have their, you know, they're not playing man-to-man. They don't have, the defense doesn't have their back to yep. Patrick Mahomes yeah, 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 the yeah. entire time running yep. down the field with Tyreek Hill. Uh, so the 49ers play a lot of zone, but it's kind of helped out by the fact that they get so much pressure because that means Patrick Mahomes is taking off early, right? He's not staying in the pocket as long. He's getting out and he's running because that, that pressure, as soon as, you know, basically as soon as you snap the ball, you have guys in your face because the pass rush for the San Francisco 49ers is so good. They get pressure without bringing the blitz, right? So uh, overall, I do like, uh, and we'll talk about this more tomorrow with Patrick Mahomes, sure. uh, but yeah, I do like his over rushing. And I think that's interesting. His first rush over four and a half yards for tomorrow. Four and a half there. Garoppolo got two and a half, which I find interesting. I still want the under. His first that. rush is two and a half, and his rushing for the game is three, three and, and a half. half. So, right. Right. Like the under. <laughs> like the under on both. I wanted to hit on uh, the wide receivers. We haven't really talked about them at yep. all. Or the pass catches. You want to include Kittle. We talked about the receptions being at five and a half. The yards were at what? 70 something? 72 and a half. 72 and a half. For George Kittle. What do you think about those? I know you said the five and a half. It's just so much juice on it. But what about the 72 and a half? So the... They have his longest reception here as well. Receiving yard, 72 and a half. It's a minus 118. I like that a lot more than the five and a half. Obviously, you know, you get away from the juice there. Uh, the juice with the receptions is minus 164 and the over for five and a half receptions. Look, you got to think, if George Kittle is catching six or more balls, he's likely going over 72 and a half Absolutely. receiving yards, right? Absolutely. So these props to me are not really correlated because why is there so much juice on the reception prop, which is over five and a half, uh, and then there's nothing here. Over 72 and a half, it's minus 118. The Chiefs typically struggle against tight ends, Greg. They have allowed a tight end to score, something that you can look at as well. Mm-hmm. George Kittle is scoring this game, Greg. They've allowed a, t- a tight end to score in both playoff games thus far. They allowed the fifth most fantasy points to tight ends this year. And they allowed the second most receptions. So that's why you, you do see some juice there on the receptions. But me personally, I think if George Kittle is catching six balls, he's going over 72 and a half sure. receiving yards. So I do like the over on both of those. But I think there's more value in taking the over in the receiving yards, Greg, because you don't have to lay as much uh, in terms of the value there. I agree. I think if that's what you believe, you do the, you do the over and over. And since Absolutely. Emmanuel Sanders joined the team in week eight, sure. Greg, yep. George Kittle leads this team with 29% of the targets here, which Makes is sense. massive. Absolutely. Let's, mention, let's talk about Emmanuel Sanders here yep. for a moment since you brought him up. Manny Sanders, your guy. This is really my guy. Receiving yard prop is 41 and a half. The uh, receptions is three and a half. What do you think? So this is a tough one because these numbers are so low, right? Correct. So 41 and a half yards. Emmanuel Sanders, even at the age of, I believe he's 32 years old, 31 or 32 years old, he could still make big plays down the field. And if we expect the 49ers to be a little bit more aggressive, they might be playing from behind, Sanders can easily go over this 41 and a half. What I will say is he hasn't been very involved the past couple of weeks. They haven't thrown the ball much the past couple of weeks. But even since he's joined the 49ers, he has gone over 41 and a half receiving yards in just three games, Greg. Three of 12 games. So that is not a great ratio, but I acknowledge that this line is very low at 41 and a half yep. yards, and he can still get behind the defense, and I think he's explosive enough. This is, a, this is a stay away from me, but what I will point out is that he has gone under this number nine out of 12 games since joining the San Francisco 49ers. I can't touch the Sanders props. I think they're, yep. too, I, I think they're really too tough to figure out. Like you said, the numbers are low. Um, and Sanders has had big games, and he's had just complete and utter duds. I don't want to touch anything with Sanders. 
And when it comes to Debo Samuel, Greg, I, I don't want to touch his receiving or receptions either because he gets really involved in, in, in the, the rushing in the game. Rushing game. Yeah. So they're going to get him to end the yeah. rounds. They're going to get creative. I think if you're looking at a prop with Debo Samuel, you're looking at him to score a touchdown, Greg. I also always like the longest reception prop usually with him. For whatever reason, it's 24 and a half here. For Debo Samuel? Yeah. Yeah, and, and it's minus 112 on both sides. So yeah. you can tell that not many people are touching these longest reception props because, look, let's be honest, they're kind of tough to figure out. Yep, absolutely. And this Chiefs secondary has played so well. There's another prop that I've seen. I wanted to get your opinion on this. I know we've talked about it off the air. I'm trying to find it on FanDuel. I can't do it. But I, I've seen it in, in places you could actually bet it, right? And that's... One minute. Will any, basically, will anybody else besides Jimmy Garoppolo and Patrick Mahomes throw a pass? Which side of that are you on? So, I am on the no side. Really? On the under, that it will be two. It will be I two. I know that... Two and a half. Two and a half is number, It's right? recency bias, right? So, like, the past couple of years, we've seen it, and we all remember the Philly special. Yeah. And so, I looked into this, and that has only gone over three times in the last ten Super Bowls, Greg. Okay. So, the odds are not really in your favor there. Like, you get some value at plus 150. So, over at the FanDuel Sportsbook, say, you found uh, over two and a half, over two and a half players who throw a pass in this game is plus 150. But again, uh, this has only happened three of the last 10 Super Bowls, but it's happened in, I think, two of the last three or three of the last four. So, we have the recency bias involved here. I would, I would not take the over on that. You mentioned the Philly special. Doug Peterson came from where? Andy, Andy Reid. Reed. Just saying. Are you ready for the nation's first and only free 24-hour network dedicated to you, the betting and fantasy sports enthusiast? SportsGrid will provide you with real-time content, statistics, and gaming intelligence unlike anything you've ever seen before. Located both in the heart of New York City and inside the FanDuel Sportsbook at the Meadowlands, SportsGrid is live 18 hours a day, here to serve you, the fanatic. This is Sports Grid. Get on the grid. All right, final three minutes, Frankie. Three questions for you. Let's start. Oh, boy. Kyle Juszczyk. That's right. We're talking Kyle Juszczyk because you Juice. are all about the receiving running backs, the pass-catching running backs against his Chiefs defense. Mm-hmm. And we'll be discussing the fact that Raheem Mostert doesn't really catch many passes in front of Kyle Juszczyk. What do you got on him? Kyle Juszczyk, his prop for total yards in this game is 11.5. Yes, this is very low, and he's only gone over this 6 of 14 games, but the Chiefs have allowed the most targets, receiving yards to running backs this year, and the fourth most receptions Two running backs this season. Yushek is more of like a fullback. He's like a hybrid back. Uh, but 11.5 is very low. So I, I am interested in that. I would take the over on Kyle Yushek. Uh, that's total yards again. So maybe he gets a rush. Maybe he gets a reception. Uh, and I also like the over in Raheem Mostert, Craig. Over 12.5 for receiving yards as well. Fair enough. I touching Mostert. I'm a little nervous. He's not involved yeah. very much in the passing game. I, I hear what you're saying. But again, based on the numbers... That's that's a, uh-huh. a matchup that I get it. Kyle Shanahan can exploit sure. using a running back in the pass uh, pass game. So I do like Raheem Mostert over twelve and a half receiving yards. All right, is there? A, will there be a two point conversion made in this game? Made in this game, I will say no. I'll say yes. All right, I think it's two point conversion slash safety. So anything with two points. All right, 
Yeah, well, the safety is definitely possible. It was a two-point conversion, man. People are crazy. Yeah. Based on the pass rush, so look, everyone talks about the uh, 49ers pass rush, and rightfully so. Yes, they're Chiefs good. have a pretty good pass rush. They do. Well. Oh, yeah, man. Yeah. Frank Clark. I will, I will take the... I will say no on that, though. Question number three, Greg? Uh, question number three. There's one more fun prop I had. Hold on. There was one more fun prop, and it was... Ah, yes. Will there be a successful coach's challenge? I'll say yes. I'll say no. <laughs> right? So you're just going opposite of me on no, everything. No, uh, seriously. That's, I, didn't, I don't think I have faith in these coaches, man. I have faith in the referees. Bill Vinovich's crew. That's something you should never, ever say. Greg. Why? Because Gabe doesn't like the referees? You should never I say like that. The referees. I like Bill Vinovich. All right, quick He's recap. Good ref. Tails. Yes. On the coin toss. Yeah. Sprinkle a little bit on 49ers defensive players yes. to win the MVP as well. I like yes. red or orange as a Gatorade. Over in everything George Kittle related. Debo Samuel to score a touchdown. Over plus Jimmy 160. G. Over Kyle Juszczyk. Over Raheem Mostert receiving yards. Under Raheem Mostert rushing yards. Jimmy G overpassing. Wager Talk is next. Then Pharrell Coast to Coast. We'll do it again tomorrow. We hope. We hope.